0: Hello, and welcome back to another Reading Harry Potter session. Today we're going to read Chapter 4, The Keeper of the Keys. Boom! They knocked again. Dudley jerked awake. Where's the cannon? He said stupidly. There was a crash from behind them, and Uncle Vernon came skidding into the room. He was holding a rifle in his hands. Now they knew what had been in the long, thin package he'd... He had brought with them. Who's there? he shouted. I warn you, I'm armed. There was a pause. Then, smash! The door was hit with such force that it swung clean off its hinges, and with a deafening crash, landed flat on the floor. A giant of a man was standing in the doorway. His face was almost completely hidden by a long, shaggy mane of hair, and... A wild, tangled beard. But you could make out his eyes, glinting like black beetles under all the hair. The giant squeezed his way into the hut, stooping so that his head just brushed the ceiling. He bent down, picked up the door and fitted it easily back into its frame. The noise of the storm outside dropped a little. He turned to look at them all couldn't make us a cup of tea, could you? It's not been an easy journey. He strode over to the sofa where Dudley sat frozen with fear. Budge up, you great lump, said the stranger. Dudley squeaked and ran to hide behind his mother, who was crouching terrified behind Uncle Vernon. And here's Harry, said the giant. Harry Looked up into the fierce, white, shadowy face and saw the beetle eyes were crinkled in a smile. Last time I saw you, you was, you was only a baby, said the giant. You look a lot like your dad, but you've got your mum's eyes. Uncle Vernon made a funny rasping noise. I demand that you leave at once, sir, he said. You are breaking and entering. Ah, shut up, Dursley, you great prune, said the giant. He was reached for the back of the sofa, jerked the gun out of Uncle Vernon's hands, bent it, into a knot as easy as it was made out of rubber, and threw it into the corner of the room. Uncle Vernon made another funny noise, like a mouse being trodden on. Anyway, Harry, said the giant, turning his back on the Dursleys. A happy birthday to you. Got something for you here. Might have sat on it at some point. But it'll taste alright. From, from the, an the inside pocket of his black overcoat, he pulled a slightly squashed box. Harry opened it with trembling fingers. Inside was a large, sticky chocolate cake with Happy Birthday Harry written on it in green icing. Harry looked up at the giant. He meant to say thank you. Oh, sorry. But the words got lost on the way to his mouth and what he said instead was, Who are you? The giant chuckled. True, I hadn't introduced myself. Ruby as Hagrid, Keeper of Keys and Grounds at Hogwarts. He held out an enormous hand and shook Harry's whole arm. What about the tea then, eh? He said, rubbing his hands together. I did not say no to something stronger if you got it, mind. His eyes fell on the empty grate with the shriveled crisp packets in it. And he snorted. He bent over the fireplace. They couldn't see what he was doing. But when he drew back, a second later, there was a roaring fire there. It filled the whole damp hut with flickering light, and Harry felt the warmth wash over him as though he'd sunk into a hot bath. The giant sat back down on the sofa, which sagged under his weight and began taking all sorts of things out of his pockets. A copper kettle, a squash package of sausages, a poker, a teapot, several chip mugs, and a bottle of some amber liquid, which he took a swig from before starting to make tea. Soon the hut was full of the sound and smell of sizzling sausage. Nobody said anything while the giant was working. But as he slid the first six fat, juicy, slightly burnt sausages from the poker, Dudley fidgeted a little. Uncle Vernon said sharply, ''Don't touch anything he gives you, Dudley.'' The giant chuckled darkly, ''You great pudding of a son, don't need fattening any more durously, don't worry.'' He passed the sausages to Harry, who was so hungry he'd never tasted anything so wonderful. But he still couldn't take his eyes off the giant. Finally, as nobody seemed about to explain anything, he said, I'm sorry, but I I still don't really know who you are. The giant took a gulp of tea and wiped his mouth. This hand, call me Hagrid, he says, everyone does. And like I told you, I'm Keeper of Keys at Hogwarts. I know all about Hogwarts, of course. Er uh, no, said Harry. Hagrid looked shocked. Sorry, said Harry quickly. Sorry, barked Hagrid, turning to stare at the Dursleys, who shrank back into the shadows. It's them as it should be sorry. I knew you weren't getting your letters, but I never thought you didn't even know about Hogwarts. For crying out loud! Did you never wonder where your parents learnt it all, or what? Asked oh, Harry. Oh, what? Hagrid thundered. N- now, just wait one second. He had he had leapt his feet in anger. He seemed to fill the whole hut. The Dursleys were cowering against the wall. Do you mean to tell me?" he growled at the Dursleys, "that this boy, this boy knows nothing about anything about, about anything?" Harry thought this was going a bit far. He had been to school after all, and his marks weren't bad. "I know some things," he said. I can, you know, do maths and stuff. But Hagrid simply waved his hand and said about our world. I mean, your world. My world. Your parents' world. What world? Hagrid l- looked as if he was about to explode. Dursley! He boomed. Uncle Vernon who had gone very pale whispered something that sounded like minimal Hagrid. There, well, Harry, but you must know about your mum and dad, he said. I mean, they're famous. You're famous. What? My mum, my, my mum and dad weren't famous, were they? You don't know. You don't know. Hagrid ran his fingers through his hair, fixing Harry with a bewildered stare. "'You don't know what you're are, are you are?' "'He said finally. "'Uncle Vernon suddenly found his voice. "'Stop!' he commanded. "'Stop right there, sir. "'I forbid you to tell the boy anything.' "'A braver man than Vernon Dursley would have quailed "'under the furious look Hagrid now gave him. "'When Hagrid spoke, his every syllable trembled with rage.' You never told him, you never told him about what was in the letter Dumbledore left for you. I was there, I saw Dumbledore leave it, Dursley, and you've kept it from them all these years. Kept what from me? said Harry eagerly. Stop, I forbid you, yelled Uncle Vernon in panic. Aunt Petunia gave a gasp of horror. Ah... "'Go boil your heads, both of you,' said Hagrid. "'Harry, you're a wizard.' "'There was silence inside the hut. "'Only the sea and the whistling wind could be heard. "'A what?' (sighs) "'Gasped Harry. "'A wizard, of course,' said Hagrid, "'sitting back down on the sofa, "'which groaned and sank even lower.' And a thumping good'n, I'd say, once you've been trained up a bit. With a mum and dad like yours, what else would you be? I reckon it's about time you read your letter. Harry stretched out his hand at last to take the yellowish envelope. Addressed in emerald green to Mr H Potter, the floor... Out on the Rock, the Sea. He pulled the letter out and read, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, Headmaster, Albus Dumbledore, Order of Merlin, First Class, Grand Sorok, Chief Warlock, Supreme Mugwamp, International Confederation of Wizards. Dear Mr Potter, we are pleased to inform you that you have a place at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Please find... Enclosed, Please find enclosed a list of all necessary books and equipment. Term begins on 1st of September. We await your owl by no later than 30 fir- than 31st of July. Yours sincerely, Minerva McGonagall, Deputy Headmistress. Questions exploded inside Harry's head like fireworks and he couldn't decide which to ask first. After a few minutes, he stammered, What does it mean they'll wake my owl? Garg- gorgons, gargoyles, that reminds me, said Hagrid, clucking a hand to his forehead with enough force to knock over a cart horse, and from yet another pocket inside his overcoat, he pulled an owl, a real life. The ruffled-looking owl, a long quill, and a roll of parchment. With his tongue between his teeth, he scribbled on a note which Harry could read upside down. "Dear Mr. Dumbledore, given Harry's letter, taking him to buy things tomorrow. Weather's horrible. Hope you're well. Hagrid." Hagrid rolled up the note, gave it to the owl which clamped it in his beak and went to the door and threw the arrow out into the storm. Then he came back and sat down as though this was as normal as talking on the telephone. Harry realised his mouth was open and closed it quickly. Where was I, said Hagrid, but at that moment Uncle Vernon, still ashen-faced but looking very angry, moved into the firelight. (laughs) He's not going, he said. Hagrid grunted. I'd like to see a great muggle like you stop him, he said. A what? said Harry, interested. A muggle, said Hagrid. It's what we call non-magic folk like them. And it's your bad luck you grew up in a family of the biggest muggles I ever laid eyes on. We swore when we took it in we'd put a stop to that rubbish, said Uncle Vernon. Swore we'd stamp it out of him. Wizard indeed. You knew, said Harry. You knew I'm a a wizard? Knew, shrieked Aunt Junior suddenly. Knew, of course we knew. How could you not be, my ratted?" dreaded dratted sister being what she was. Oh, she got a letter just like that and disappeared off to that, that school and came home every holiday with our pockets full of frog spawn, turning teacups into rats. I was the only one who saw her for what she was. A freak! But for my mother and father, Oh no! It was Lily this and Lily that. They were proud of having a witch in the family. She stopped to draw a deep breath and then went ranting on. It seemed she had been waiting to say, wanting to say this all this, wanting to say all this for years. Then she met Pot that Potter at school, and they left and got married and had you. And of course, I knew you. Be just the same just as strange just as abnormal and then if you please she went and got herself blown up and we landed with you Harry had gone very white as soon as he found his voice as soon as he found his voice he said blown up? you told me they died in a car crash car crash? roared Hagrid jumping up so angrily the Dursley scuttle back into back to their corner. How could a car crash kill Lily and James Potter? It's an outrage, a scandal. Harry Potter not knowing his own story when every kid in our world knows his name. But why? What happened? Harry asked urgently. The anger faded from Hagrid's face. He looked suddenly anxious. I'd never expected this, he said, in a low, 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 worried voice. I had no idea, and Dumbledore told me there might be trouble getting hold of you. How much you didn't know. Ah, Harry, I don't know if I'm the right one to tell you, but someone's got it. You can't go off to Hogwarts, not knowing. He threw a dirty look at the Dursleys. Well, it's best you know as much as I can tell you. Mind, I can't tell you everything. It's a great mystery, parts of it. He sat down, stared into the fire for a few seconds, and then said, It begins, I suppose, with a person called. (sighs) But... But it's incredible, you don't know his name. Everyone in our world knows. Who? Well, I, I don't like saying the name if I can help it. No one does. Why not? Go and gargoyles, Harry. People are still scared. Blimey, this is difficult. See, there was a wizard who went bad. As bad as you can go. Worse. Worse than worse. And his name was? Hagrid gulped. But no words came out. Could you write it down? How he suggested. Nah, can't spell it. Alright. Voldemort. Hagrid shuddered. Don't make me say it again. Anyway, this wizard, about 20 years ago now, started looking for followers. Gollum. Two. some were afraid some just wanted a bit of his power cause he was getting himself power alright dark days Harry didn't know who to trust didn't dare get friendly with strange witches or strange wizards or witches terrible things happened he was taken over of course Some stood up to him, and he killed them. Horribly. One of the only safe places left was Hogwarts. Reckon Dumbledore is the only one you know who was afraid of. He didn't dare try to take in the school. Not just then, anyway. Now your mum and dad were good a witch and wizard as I ever knew. Head boy and girl! At Hogwarts in their day. Suppose the mystery is why you know who never tried to get to on his side before. Probably knew they were too close to Dumbledore. Or to want anything to do with the dark side. Maybe he thought he could persuade them. Maybe he just wanted them out of the way. What anyone knows is he turned up in the village where you were, were was all living on Halloween ten years ago and you was just a year old. He came to your house and Hagrid suddenly and Hagrid suddenly pulled out a very dirty spotted handkerchief. Blew his nose at the sound like a foghorn. Sorry, he said, but it's that sad. Knew your mum and dad, and nicer people you couldn't find anywhere. You know who killed them. And then, and this is the real mystery of the thing he tried to kill you, too. Wanted to make a clean job of it, I suppose. Or maybe just, like, kill him by then. But he couldn't do it. Never wondered how you got that mark on your forehead. That is no ordinary cat. That's what you get when a powerful evil curse touches you. Yeah. Took care of your mum and dad and your house. Even... Didn't work on you. That's why you're famous, Harry. No one ever lived after he decided to kill him. No one except you. And he killed some of the best witches and wizards of the age. The McKinnons, the Bones, the P- Pruits. And you were just a baby. And you lived. Gonna have to end it. There, I don't have enough time, but I'll read the rest of it sometime soon. Hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please rate and subscribe. Thank you. Goodbye.